I don't care how old these cases are. There are two cases of extreme injustice that need to be reopened, and we need to fight for justice until we get it, no matter how long ago the injustice took place. One is in the murder of Malcolm X, and there's a new piece of evidence that just came out. I couldn't believe it when I read it. I'm going to read it to you today. And also the murder of Emmett Till. I wrote about it this weekend for the North Star. I'm going to share some information there and talk to you about why we should never let go for the pursuit of justice in these cases. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. I run multiple businesses, and... Running a business, owning a business has been so hard for the past year. And businesses have had to find ways to be flexible from working remotely to sometimes even pivoting your entire business model to survive. And if you're in charge of hiring for your business, these pivots have made your job even more challenging. But ZipRecruiter can help. When you post your job, ZipRecruiter sends it out to over 100 top job sites with just one click. Their powerful matching technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job, and it actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Sean. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash S-H-A-U-N. Again, ZipRecruiter, the smart way to hire. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Seventy-five years ago, Frederick Carl Berger did something truly heinous. He willingly and actively served as a Nazi guard of concentration camps during the Holocaust. He was 19 years old when he helped oversee one of the most despicable moments in the entire history of the world. And even though he was living a seemingly benign life as a senior citizen in Tennessee, the United States Department of Justice, the DOJ, as they've done with over 100 different Nazi guards and co-conspirators before him arrested and deported the man and sent him back to Germany where he will be held responsible for his crimes against humanity. Now, this is a semblance of justice, and I'm glad to see it, period. End of story. And I don't have any buts here. I'm glad to see it. When you do something so unspeakably despicable, You should know that even in the twilight of your years, that you could still be held to account for it someday. And many of the governments of this world have made a deep commitment to ensuring that Nazis are brought to justice. And they should be brought to justice, no matter how old they are today, no matter how old they were during the Holocaust, and no matter how complicated the case might be. 
I simply, hear me, hear my heart. I simply want to see this same commitment made to African-Americans. Except the United States government seems to lack the will, the moral courage and clarity, and the basic commitment to simply right the wrongs of its past as far as black folk are concerned. Now, 10 years after 19-year-old Frederick Carl Berger served as a Nazi guard, 10 years later, a 21-year-old white woman, two years older than him, a 21-year-old white woman named Carolyn Bryant, not only told lies, but committed crimes that directly caused the brutal lynching of a 14-year-old boy, a 14-year-old black boy named Emmett Till. On August 24th of 1955, deep in the Mississippi Delta, Emmett Till, who was a sweet mama's boy from Chicago, walked into a small grocery store that ended up being a sort of a lion's den. It was owned unbeknownst to him. He was a child. It was owned by a white supremacist family that would eventually lead a group that kidnapped, tortured, and killed Emmett just a few days later. It was the Bryant's Grocery Store near Money, Mississippi. 62 years after Emmett Till was murdered in one of the most grotesque acts of racial injustice in all of American history, Carolyn Bryant Dunham admitted that the story she repeatedly gave under oath to police, to prosecutors, and to the judge was a lie. She had said that the baby-faced boy had grabbed her and said sexually crude things to her. She told this and sold this story to her husband and to her friends, but 62 years later said it wasn't true. Now, those men who all murdered Emmett openly admitted that they murdered him. And the evidence was overwhelming. But of course, an all-white Mississippi jury found them not guilty after deliberating for less than an hour. I can't quite form the words to describe the magnitude of this injustice. The lie of Carolyn Bryant Dunham is the origin of Emmett Till's murder. She held on to it for four straight days as her husband and a mob of monsters boiled over with racist retribution on their minds. She told this lie to police, which was a false report. She told this lie to prosecutors and to the judge, which is perjury. And she held on to it for generation after generation until finally admitting that it was all as phony as a $3 bill. And of course it was. Now, she's 87 years old now. That's eight years younger than the Nazi that the DOJ just deported. So my question on this is this. Will the United States government and our Department of Justice hold her accountable? Now, she's younger than Frederick Carl Berger, and her crimes were committed 10 years after his, but they still held him responsible. And it's universally accepted that the lynching of Emmett Till was as grave an injustice as any single moment of the 20th century in this entire country. 
So what's the holdup? My guess is that it's far easier for the United States government to pursue justice for crimes it didn't permit and protect. But this nation still has open wounds, and its refusal to do the hard work of healing them haunts this country to this very day. This weekend was the anniversary of the brutal murder, assassination of Malcolm X. And this weekend, a letter from a retired NYPD officer stating that the NYPD, in partnership with the FBI, was directly involved in his assassination and that he was a part of it. And he explained it in his letter. I'm going to write all about that today. I'm going to write a new article today at thenorthstar.com. I'm going to talk about it here on the Breakdown Podcast tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Hey, everybody. I want to tell you about a brand new podcast that I love a lot. And it's not because there's a woman that I love who is the co-host, my dear wife, Ray. But she is co-hosting a brilliant, important, essential podcast called Woke at Work with Dr. Blanca Ruiz. It's an amazing podcast about women of color in the workplace and all of the unique challenges and opportunities and sophistications. And they have brilliant interviews and they unpack the myriad of issues what it really means to be a woman of color in leadership in the workplace and so much more. You spell it W-O-C at work. W-O-C at work. Women of color at work. Search it. It's on all of the platforms now. It's getting amazing reviews and I want you to check it out.